The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by Pacific Life. Protecting generations of families for 150 years, that's the power of Pacific. Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, November 10th. In today's news, the Senate will require members and their aides to undergo anti-sexual harassment training for the first time ever. Donald Trump's Voter Fraud Commission is being sued by one of its own members. And Secretary of Homeland Security Elaine Duke was pressured to expel tens of thousands of Honduran immigrants by the White House Chief of Staff. But first, the big idea. A tale of two Republican parties is emerging as Roy Moore declines to step aside. The reactions to the allegation that Alabama Senate candidate Roy Moore initiated sexual contact with a 14-year-old girl when he was 32 and an assistant district attorney have highlighted deep divisions within the GOP and underscored the growing tribalism that has infected our nation's politics. At the Capitol yesterday, establishment Republicans expressed alarm. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said in a statement on behalf of all Republican senators that Moore must step aside if the allegations are true. Other Republican senators, including John McCain, went even further and were less equivocal. Meanwhile, down in Montgomery, Republican leaders mostly circled the wagon behind Moore, the former Chief Justice of the state Supreme Court. The deadline is passed to take his name off the ballot. The Alabama State Party could disqualify him from the election, but there's relatively little appetite locally to do so. Party leaders down there said last night after reading the story that they don't care what Mitch McConnell or John McCain say. Alabama State Auditor Jim Ziegler even defended Moore by pointing to the age gap between Joseph and Mary in the Bible. And the Republican National Committee man for Alabama said that he trusts Russian President Vladimir Putin more than Moore's accusers and the Washington Post, which broke the story. For its part, the White House is trying to thread the needle. Sarah Huckabee Sanders, the White House press secretary, told reporters traveling in Asia that the president doesn't believe an unproven allegation should, quote, destroy a person's life. But then she added that the president believes if the allegations are proven true, more should step aside. To be sure, the stakes are high in the December 12th special election to replace Jeff Sessions, who resigned to become attorney general. Republicans only have a two-seat majority in the Senate. And if Democratic candidate Doug Jones wins, he will hold the seat through at least 2020, and his party will have a clearer path to winning a majority next year. But the allegations made against Moore are also very serious. Moore was defiant last night. He denies any wrongdoing and says he's going to plunge ahead. This sets up the latest in a string of character tests that Republicans have faced in the past few years. Many, but not all, have related to Trump. Scores of GOP leaders who bristled after the Access Hollywood tape emerged in October 2016 chose just days later to rally behind Trump anyway. Republicans came to Greg Gianforte's defense after he admitted physically assaulting a reporter this June. In 2012, the National Republican Senatorial Committee publicly announced that it would abandon GOP nominee Todd Akin in the Missouri Senate race after he declared that, quote, legitimate rape does not lead to unwanted pregnancies because he said the female body has ways of shutting them down. But when polls showed that Aiken was within striking distance of beating the Democratic senator there, Senate Republican leaders quietly reversed themselves and funneled nearly a million dollars to a last-minute TV ad blitz on Aiken's behalf. In those three cases, Republican leaders in Washington stomached their initial concerns and chose to prioritize politics above principles. 
With Moore making clear that he will not step aside, now they face another legacy-defining test. Will they follow their moral compasses or their political ones? And if they don't draw the line here, where will they draw it? And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, for the first time in history, the Senate will require members and their aides to undergo training to prevent sexual harassment. The Senate approved a bipartisan resolution late Thursday night to require periodic anti-harassment training for senators, aides, and interns. The Secretary of the Senate will certify that each office has completed the required training during each Congress. The measure was the Senate's first effort to change its policies in response to allegations of persistent sexual harassment across Capitol Hill. Number two, Trump's Voter Fraud Commission is being sued by one of its own members, who alleges that he has been kept in the dark about its operations. Maine Secretary of State Matthew Dunlap, a Democrat, said in a complaint filed in federal court that the 11-member panel is in violation of a federal law that requires presidential advisory commissions to be both balanced and transparent in their work. This lawsuit is the latest drama for a commission that has proven to be a magnet for controversy since it launched in the wake of Trump's baseless assertion that he would have won the popular vote in last year's election if he hadn't been thwarted by as many as 5 million illegally cast ballots. Number three, current and former administration officials say that White House Chief of Staff John Kelly and White House Homeland Security Advisor Tom Bossert called acting DHS Secretary Elaine Duke on Monday to pressure her to reverse her decision to extend the residency permits for tens of thousands of Hondurans living in the United States under a program called Temporary Protected Status. Duke refused to reverse her decision and was angered by what she felt was politically driven intrusion on the part of Kelly and Bossert. Officials say she has also told Kelly that she plans to resign. The DHS had until the end of the day Monday to announce its plans for some 57,000 Hondurans and 2,500 Nicaraguans who have been allowed to remain in the United States under the Temporary Protected Status Program since 1998. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, November 10th. You can read much more about the sexual assault allegations against Roy Moore in my newsletter at WashingtonPost.com slash Daily 202. Thank you so much for listening. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you on Monday.